0: On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now.
1: It's Joey and Lauren, and I, uh, big argument, big argument over a dog and a french fry at a red light. So, get ready to text in, because we need the court of public opinion to determine, uh, who was right, who was (laughs) wrong. It's actually funny, as this was
2: going down, and we were at a red light. Going at it, like getting angry with each other. <laughs> I got to specify what was happening. Now <laughs> yeah,
1: Let's check in with Joey and Lauren. There we were in the red light going at <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> what I mean to say is, as we were having this argument, I said out loud, we're talking about this on the show. Yeah,
1: that's and you said it just like that. You said, we're talking about this on the show. <laughs> so, long story short, picked up some food uh, after the show. And we were at a red light. So we're sitting there in the car at a red light. We're in the left lane. There's two lanes in this road here at the red light. And it's a beautiful day sitting there. Car next to us looks like a female driving, male in the passenger seat, and a golden retriever in the back seat with the window down and his head out now adorable dog adorable dog like
2: head out but like kind of leaning out like looking yeah, right like at this- me i'm in the passenger so where i am at is adjacent to this dog who's basically within an arm's reach like if yes. i could have stretched my arm out the window i probably could have pet the dog
1: yeah absolutely the dog and it looked as happy as ever a little tongue out <laughs> so anyway this dog is staring at lauren as Lauren is eating French fries. Mm-hmm. You're eating some bag fries, right? You got to. You can't wait till you get home. It's so impossible. you're eating French fries. It's beautiful. It's happy. It's fun. We're eating French fries. This dog is just staring at you, just going, <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it was drooling. It knew what you were doing, it knew you were eating French fries. It's true. Correct? You're
2: not exaggerating. It was drooling. It 100%. was staring at me. Yes.
1: I said very casually, I said, oh my gosh, Lauren, roll down your window because the lady's window was cracked. Okay, the lady yeah. in the next lane was cracked. I said, "Roll down the window, ask the lady if we can throw the dog a French fry." And the look you gave me, you said, "Absolutely not." That no. They, they, what if what if it's laced with something? What if they what if they thought I was trying to do something harm to the dog? <laughs>
2: Hang on a second. It's not laced with something. What I'm saying is, I was thinking about the dog owner. Like, what if her mind goes to places? Like, I'm not letting a random stranger feed my dog a fry. Like. I just felt like you it was said, so you don't intrusive. Do it just said, felt that. So you, you, do, you said
1: you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't ask somebody if you can throw a french fry to their dog.
2: It's I not sh- a milk bone. It's a fry. Like, I don't know if that owner is okay with her dog having a fry. And also, what a waste of my french fries that I just bought. Oh, my gosh. Second of all, I just didn't, I just felt weird. Like, yeah, let me crank my window down. Well, push the button. Let me push the button and have my window go down and then get the lady's attention and say, hey, can I toss your dog a French fry? Why? What does that do for me? Why? First of all. It puts her in a weird spot. What if she, what if she liked me? She's like, uh, no, you freak.
1: It's a slice (laughs) of America. It's society. It's we need more of this. The dog clearly, the dog clearly wanted a French fry. What if her dog's on a special diet? Then you find that out at the red light. I'm just saying, the idea that you were, we're so tight lipped as a society and so cold that you can't, a dog is begging for a fry in the <laughs> lane next to you. You're <gasps> holding French fries. You can't roll down and say, this is, and you're acting like it was going to be some serious thing. Like you were going to be like, excuse me, ma'am, can I give your dog a French give fry? me
2: the play by play of how right. you would want it to this go. Because clearly if, you have an idea behind it.
1: If if I, if I was in the passenger seat, this is how it would have gone. That's me rolling down the window. Hey, can your dog go have one of my French fries? It looks like he wants one. Sure. You throw it. Oh, there you go, Fido. And then we move on. And they go, oh, my gosh, that was so sweet. How kind of a person is that? Wow. Society, there is hope for the world. Okay, so if
2: you are the driver and it is your dog in the back seat, would you be cool with this if someone was like, hey, can I give your dog a fry?
1: You're asking. Hey, you're, if, if I just threw the dog a fry, yeah, I'd have problems with that. Or if I had a soft serve ice cream cone, I'm like, there you go, Fido. Mm-hmm.
2: But if you're like, hey, can I throw your dog a fry? Yes, but you, the driver, are you okay with this if it's your dog? 100%. I'm okay. saying thanks then for looking me out for me. let me ask you this. A lot of people consider their animals their children.
1: Lauren... What if it were
2: your child in the back seat? <laughs> if it were our son, if it were our son, his window's down, he's sitting there in his little car seat, little booster seat, the car next to us. Unrolls the window and looks at you in the driver's seat and says, hey, can I give your child a french fry? I would say absolutely not. I don't know you. I don't know where your hands have been. That is
1: different. That's (laughs) different. Okay. It
2: just feels kind of weird. I
1: don't know. The way you were going to ask it, like a creep, hi, can I give your dog a French fry?
2: But it's funny because you got like
1: mad at me.
2: You're like, Lord, give the dog a fry. Uh, No, I
1: was just mad that your first reaction was, oh my gosh, you're going to think we're creepy. And I'm like, is that where we are at society? (laughs) You go ask a stranger if your dog can have a French fry and all of a sudden you're a creep and you've laced it with something.
2: You were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, un- I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and you started to unroll my window, and then we started moving. Here's the promise:
1: next dog I see, and if I am accessible to French fries, I will be asking if I can give that dog a French fry. Absolutely, I'm okay, gonna but change the world. Text us, yes. please,
2: like on this whole situation six eight seven one nine. It's
1: Joey and Lauren. It's time for trending stories with Joey and Lauren.
2: What are your thoughts on finders keepers, losers weepers?
1: You know I haven't phrase, heard right? that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard that phrase in 10 years. <laughs> Seriously. But as a kid, you're dropping that phrase all the time. I mean, like, are you talking like you five, like 20 bucks on the ground or well, something like that?
2: This is
1: $5,000. So I, have, yeah, I don't know. If I found $20 on the ground in like a super public place, the problem is I don't trust anybody. If they're like, oh, that was mine, I'm like, yeah. So this
2: guy finds $5,000 and then three months later is charged with a felony because he took the $5,000. So the story is he finds in a parking lot, it was a bag of money. Now, the bag was clearly labeled with the bank's logo.
1: Yeah, okay, that's a problem.
2: He takes the $5,000, and I was reading this story, and then I was reading some of the comments. You would not believe the amount of people in the comments going, oh, I don't know anybody that wouldn't take that money. Finders keepers. So it if was you found there. a bag
1: of money with, you know, a <laughs> bank on it?
2: No way I would take it. I would try to return it to
1: the bank. What if you found $5,000 just like sitting in a corner of a parking garage, just cash with like rubber bands around it?
2: That I try to find somebody and say, "Hey, do you know this belongs to?" But somebody's gonna take it. Be like, "That's mine,
1: Lauren." Of all the things to do, don't go up to a random person and say, "Is this your five thousand dollars?" I would
2: probably go to the closest business. So if I'm in a parking garage, it's attached to some sort of a a business, probably. And so I'd like go to the business, say, "Hey, I found this cash." I feel like the odds. I don't.
1: I I almost wouldn't touch it. Like I almost would just look at it and be like, "It's not mine," so therefore I'm not gonna grab it. But also. I'm not going to go to some person and be like, "Oh, is this yours?" Because I I don't trust society.
2: Now, if it was your money and somebody returned it to you, would you give them a tip for returning Abso- it to
1: absolutely. you? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think five dollars, no. <laughs> but if if I got over hundred dollars returned to me, I would give them at least ten bucks, ten percent.
2: Over a hundred dollars? You're are you
1: serious? So if I dropped a hundred dollar bill and someone goes, "Hey, is this your hundred dollars?" I would give them back ten.
2: What do you say? Do, can you break a hundred?
1: Like- yeah, that, that. I mean, I don't know how I give them the ten dollars. I'm
2: thinking if I had stacks of cash, sure, I'd toss them some. But a hundred bucks, I'd be like, "Thank you for your honesty, good well, citizen." Okay. All right, so we've got a three day weekend Labor day weekend coming up and uh, if you are traveling these are some great tips for tra- maybe you've already started traveling I don't know but I guess uh, they're saying mornings and evenings are the best times to actually hit the okay. roads if you're driving oh this is driving well I also have flying okay so this is driving uh, they also say expect a lot of crowds at your airports and popular destinations who's, who's obviously on
1: Labor Day weekend some people, Camping makes sense. I know that it's going to be a huge camping weekend. People
2: fly places on a three-day weekend all the time.
1: I guess maybe that's true. I guess I had three. I'm just thinking I can't imagine people like, you guys? Labor Day weekend, big vacation.
2: The best and worst airlines for Labor Day. Don't know how this will help you very much because odds are you probably already have your flight booked, but hopefully it's not on JetBlue because they say JetBlue is the worst airline for delays on labor day weekend
1: of all the weekends really interesting yeah
2: JetBlue, and then the best one they actually say hawaiian airlines they rarely have any delays ever
1: really mm-hmm. have you flown hawaiian airlines we almost um, did when we went to hawaii once but
2: my mom used to work for hawaiian airlines
1: and she never gave us a hookup
2: never gave me a hookup so that's now not very I don't talk friendly
1: that's not that <laughs> aloha lifestyle
2: Speaking of moms, uh, you've seen the Golden Bachelor. They released.
1: I did, yeah. The
2: photos and videos of the women, the bachelorettes. Yep. Um, one of the women on there is. Do you remember Matt James, former bachelor? Yeah. His mom oh, is really? one of the bachelorettes. <laughs> it's
1: How so would you? Bizarre. Would you be able to sit? there? If that was your grandparent, did I already bring this up? Would you we be able to? we talked about yeah. it. How how comfortable would you be watching your grandparent on a dating romance show where they're, like, making out?
2: I would be super uncomfy, I think. But like, I'm happy it. for them? Yeah, watching it. They had like this promo video. I actually started to cry at the end because oh, all these women, they were just talking about like, I was married for 40 something years. I'm ready to find a love again. It's I'm, sweet. I'm, I'm lonely. And I was like, oh my
3: gosh,
1: totally. we all deserve love. I think it's the sweetest thing ever. I would cheer for my dad, my mom, or my grandparent if they went on there. I'm just wondering, could I watch like a hot tub scene? I don't think I could. I don't think I could. <laughs>
2: I'd be too weirded out. There's no way. Also, how much would you spend on cheese? The reason I ask is there was a wheel of Spanish cheese that just sold at auction Oh gosh. for
1: $32,000. It's got to be some good cheese. I do want to try some Italian restaurants do it. I don't know anywhere that does it like personally, but I've seen it on Instagram and stuff is I want to have the pasta that they mix up in the cheese wheel. Oh my
2: gosh, I've seen that. Have you
1: seen that? I want to have that so oh. bad
2: so hungry if you about it. if
1: your restaurant serves pasta out of a cheese wheel which just sounds like a dream please let <laughs> me know
2: those are some of your trending stories
1: it's joey and lauren make up or break up
2: with joey and lauren in the morning
1: it's joey and lauren it is makeup or breakup we got amanda with us every time i hear amanda you know what i think of what Amanda Bynes? Yeah, Amanda show. Oh, really? The Amanda show. Amanda, 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 Amanda show. Funny. That's
2: where my brain went too.
1: There's probably so many people that don't even know what we're talking about, and that's okay. Well, we're not talking about Amanda Bynes. No, we're talking about Amanda on Makeover Breakup. Hello, Amanda. Tell us about Paul. How are you? Hey.
0: Um. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um. I'm good. I'm. But I. Yeah. I wanted to talk about um. This really great first date I went on and just kind of confused about what happened. Um, okay. You know, I was on this date and you know, like when you're on a first date and you can just like feel that there's something there, there's like a chemistry or whatever. And um, with this guy, Paul, I really felt that he was a great guy. He really checks all of the boxes of what I want, um, like on paper, but on top of that, like we just had really good banter and everything. Um, yeah. And you know, we had a lot of the common interests, really good compatibility. You know, we went to dinner um, at this restaurant that we both had like said that we had wanted to try, um, the date was really fine. There was nothing weird or out of the ordinary, uh, you know, conversation flowed. Um, the only thing I can think of that might've thrown him is that I had to leave a little early, um, because I work super early in the morning. So I just like, can't stay out super late. Um, but I told him that ahead of time. So it would have been really weird if that was, if that was like an issue for him, um, and, you know, I hope he doesn't think I was trying to, like, bounce early or wasn't interested because I left.
2: So it wasn't a surprise. Um, it wasn't like you were like, oh, by the way, I got to go because that would feel, you know, that would feel a little uncomfortable if I'm him. Yeah, it's,
0: I wasn't like, oh, I've got a call from my friend and it's an emergency. and le-, You know what I mean? It right. was like a very, like, I told him ahead of time, like, let's start early so that I can leave early um, and everything. Uh, but, you know, I've texted him two times since. I haven't heard back Um and uh, I guess I don't know. I felt like he, I felt like there was a spark there. So if he was is into me as I was into him, like why isn't he calling me back? You know. Got
1: it. Okay. And as you've replayed this, I mean, is there any, you know, obviously red flags gets brought up a lot. That phrase. Do you do you see anything that you were like, oh, you know what? I don't think that's a big deal, but maybe he thought that was a red flag.
0: Um. Not really. Okay. I mean, again, the only the only thing I've been racking my brain for like two days about it. And the only thing I came up with is that he didn't like, but I like maybe he thought I would stay because it was going so well. He thought I'd be like, "Never mind, but i I'm telling I'm a zombie at work if I don't get mm-hmm. enough sleep yeah. and I wake up. I wake up at like five every day. It's just you know, it's just not. A good combination um, for me. So it was really genuine, but I don't know. Maybe he thought that that was weird.
1: You're talking to a couple okay. of four thirty wake up people, so we get it. <laughs> All right, we get it. Okay, so totally, um, Amanda. What we'll do? We'll play a song. We'll come back and we'll call Paul. Okay.
0: Okay, great. Thanks. Okay,
1: absolutely. Paul is coming up next with makeup or breakup. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. We got uh, Amanda with us about to talk to Paul, and Amanda seems nice. She's like, listen, I mean... I guess maybe I left quicker than he wanted to. Is that the only like yellow flag?
2: I don't even know if, if that's even could a thing. You yeah. say that. I, it doesn't sound like they talked about anything too crazy. Red flag, hot button, or whatever. But she's like, yeah, the one thing is I work really early mornings. I wake up really early, and so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't out too late. Sure. But I told him ahead of time, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I can only stay out till I don't yeah. even know. I did not say the time, but whatever time it was. She's like, maybe he was annoyed that I had to leave a little early. But maybe
1: he I realizes know. he's like, I, I can't I can't be with someone that wakes up early. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's what it was. That would be terrible. So he was staying up till two in the morning. He's like, this is not this is not my lifestyle. So all right, well let's get Paul's side of things and give him a call. Hello, hello, is this Paul? This is he. Paul, hey, this is uh, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Morning radio show. How are ya? Good. you? Good.
4: Hi.
1: Hey, this, this is uh Joey and Lauren and uh we host a radio show. Long story short, we're calling you because uh Amanda reached out to us. And okay. we, we understand you guys went to dinner. Yeah. Okay. And we understand after the date you have no, you no longer text her. You don't text her back.
3: Right.
2: Sorry, this kind of sounds like we're coming at you. We're actually coming coming to you with uh, love and questions. Um, So on our show, we help people who have gone on a date or multiple dates. They really like that person, but there's a connection issue. Like they're not getting any text back or kind of the same situation between you and Amanda. And she asked us to call you to maybe get your side of things. Maybe you could explain if there is a reason why you're not responding to her.
4: Are you just? I mean, not into
2: her? Like, we just want to at least give her that closure. If you have a second,
4: yeah. I mean, connection issue is a good way to put it. Like, you know, I, you know, she. There was a connection between her and the waiter. I thought more than her and I because she was basically flirting with him the whole time.
2: Okay, so okay. She, she's flirting with the server. Could you explain,
4: like, what what like your every interpretation? T- is? Like every time he comes to, like, whatever, like, refill the water Whatever she's like, thanks, darling, and and like, you know, clear plates, uh, uh, thanks, thank you, dear, and she's, like, calling him darling and dear the whole time, it was just kind of, it was weird.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, she's she's saying, like, he's like, here's your entree, and she goes, thanks, darling? Yeah, like, thank you, darling, and, like, oh, was she, like, was in, winking? The guy.
2: I mean, if she was, she
1: like, was there wink, anything more than that? It, it was clear that she was in,
4: into this guy, uh, mm-hmm. so it just made it Uncomfortable for me,
1: okay. Yeah, um, that is
2: uncomfortable if you feel like your it, date is, is it into though, somebody else because
1: I have been at a drive through. This happened, I don't know, four or five months ago. Girl around my same age handed me my food and said, There you go, sweetie. I got a sweetie out of it. Did it's you different
4: if it's the person that's working for your money
1: than if okay, all right. You know? So, if it would be if I was if she handed me the food and I go, Thanks, sweetie. Okay, that does right, feel that a little different. That a little is. different. Also, thanks for the Big Mac, sweetheart. Also,
2: it depends on uh, the body language, too. Like, if you are visually seeing, like, wow, she's into that guy, versus if it's just a quick uh, little, oh, thanks, dear.
1: Is darling a borderline word, though? I mean, if, if you know. It's dar- honestly,
2: it's like you went on a date with my grandma. Like, I feel like my grandma would say something exactly. like that. but um, I don't know that my grandma would be into the server, either. So my I'm grandma would. Rest <laughs> in
1: peace. If she was alive, she would be. Um. Paul, here's here's the doozy. Uh, Amanda is actually with us on the other line, but I think this is good because we can we can at least have her explain where the darling and where the deer comes by. Okay, Amanda, Paul says you were flirting calling the server darling. Do you think that counts oh. as flirting?
0: I think that is, like, that is so ridiculous. I mean, I say darling and dear to people all the time. It's not like I was like, hey, hot stuff, like, come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs>
1: or like, thanks, baby. Like, if, I get it. If you would have said thanks, hot stuff, after he hands off the fettuccine, yeah, that'd be a problem.
2: I'd be like, no, 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 I said the plate, the plate, the yeah, yeah, hot yeah, stuff, yeah. the plate. It was
1: sizzling, sexy, plate.
0: Well, I okay. mean, I just, I'm kind of old school. That's how I grew up. I also love okay. to be like you treat. You treat people that are, like, there to serve you well, you know, you treat servers well, you, you say thank you and, and are familiar and kind to people. Like, I don't know, I just, I think it's, it's, like, very fundamental to be nice and kind to people that are working for you, and so that's just how I do it. I can't believe that, I, honestly, I can't believe that that is something that you would, like, ghost me over.
4: Well, I, you know, I, I, I have been a server. I treat servers well. I chip well. I don't have pet names for them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do, like, pillow talk with them. I'm, he was basically all over this guy.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, oh, so now I was all over him. That's insane. I was being polite. I was being nice. I mean, I just, I think that that's, like, standard human decency. Sorry if me being kind made you uncomfortable, but it sounds like you have some, like, insecurities that
4: you need to work on. I I do not think of myself as an unkind person. Again, I treat waiters well. treat waitresses well. I don't uh, have little cutesy names that I call them when they're just serving
1: me food. I I absolutely think that there's a gray area. And I, I, I will say, Amanda, I don't think people that don't call their server darling are not kind. But I also say people go, it is literally just part of being warm and friendly like when you when you say darling you, we, you,
2: you say you grew up that way it depends on who you are i also wish i could have seen it like if i could see or I could have heard hear it. it
1: amanda can you just give us we kind of heard how paul described it he described it was yeah. a flirty way how did you say it so uh, let me let me pretend i'm your server and i'm dropping by your club sandwich <laughs> all right here you go here's your club sandwich thanks darling Whoa, I don't oh, I'm Joey's know. getting hot and heavy over there. I started to blush, <laughs> Amanda. I
2: started to blush. No. Okay, I'm so, just Amanda, you don't see a problem with this. Paul, can you understand where Amanda's coming from? Or are you guys just totally on different sides of the spectrum here?
4: I just think on a first date, you should not be flirting with the waiter or being kind in a flirty way, however you want to put it.
0: Well, I guess. I think on a first date, you shouldn't be so insecure that you think your date's flirting with the server when they're not.
1: Well, I okay. think we all just need to be a couple of darlings here, <laughs> and we're just going to have to part ways. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay attention to what, like, again, I've been called that, but I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I'll, you know what, I'll try to. It. Next time so I'm in right. the drive-thru, I'm going to call someone sweetie. We'll see how it goes.
2: <laughs> your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time for the good stuff.
1: It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for your good stuff. We give you your feel-good stories of the week. We start off with a five-year-old in Seattle that, my goodness, is raising money for Hawaii with a lemonade stand. So Five uh, years old, you five, said? Yeah, five years old. Wow. I'm like, our son would... Drink lemonade at five. <laughs> uh, but this five year old started a lemonade stand in Seattle. I love the sign. It says food and stuff and lemonade. And it says all sales matched will be donated to the Maui Community Fund. So all sales, they wow. match it to the Maui Community Fund. How much is this five year old raised with a lemonade stand just right outside his house? Oh, I don't know. $17,000. <laughs> oh $17,000 on that porch? How much front is he porch? charging
2: per glass?
1: I don't know. I mean, it. Who knows? Even if it's two dollars per glass, you know you're showing up with a ten, with a twenty, you know. Well, yeah, people knowing the cost and everything like
5: that. Yeah, for sure.
1: And it's just—I mean, wow. look at that! Look at look how cute that kid is! Oh, just awesome! It's, so cute. it's just a reminder, you know, that so I mean, even at the young age of five, they still have this thought of being like, you know what? I want to help out, right? So sweet. Kids are so pure. I don't know. Sometimes our kids don't feel pure at all, but they are pure. <laughs>
2: Depends on the day.
1: Yeah, you had lemonade. Oh, sparkling water, too. Toys, too. Well, this kid had a whole shop here.
2: Hang on a second. Is that legal?
1: <laughs> you'd be the he one. He gets busted. You'd be the one to <laughs> shut him down. You'd be, the, you'd be the one in the neighborhood being like, uh, yeah, you know, little Billy. <laughs> kid's running a side hustle here. Uh, this is also pretty cool. A Tokyo restaurant only hires waiters with dementia to change perceptions about aging. So they decided, you know, a lot of times with dementia and some of these yeah. things, you're kind of like, once you go through that part of your life, if you suffer with dementia, you're kind of put to the side a lot of times or, you know, kind of sheltered. Well, they decided, no, we're going to create a restaurant to make this more out in the open. So every server there actually suffers from dementia. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't that cool? And it's I think it's a way... For people to learn more about this, to be around people that well, suffer it raises from this, more awareness. Raises, right? Oh, raises a ton mm-hmm. of awareness, and uh, the Tokyo restaurant apparently has been very, very popular for guests. And so cool. I love Adam Sandler. I love Billy Madison. I love Happy Gilmore. I love all his movies. I even love like Grown Ups. Grown Ups too, right? <laughs> Everyone could say those movies are terrible. Him and Jennifer Aniston, uh, which they have a great relationship. They're in those new detective movies on Netflix.
2: Well, they've been friends for a long time.
1: How about this? And this was just revealed. Adam Sandler didn't brag about this. Jennifer Aniston actually revealed this. Uh, She said that Adam Sandler sends her flowers every Mother's Day due to her issues getting pregnant. So every Mother's Day, because Jennifer Aniston struggles getting pregnant, she has infertility issues, he sends her flowers.
2: I actually saw this story recently, and it made me cry. I just think it's so sweet.
1: Adam he, Sandler's the he man. Ha, he
2: puts that thought behind it, right? Because, listen, I've been there as uh, a woman who, you know, we as a couple struggle with infertility and have and had for many, many years. Mother's Day is an incredibly a doozy, hard yeah. day. And so for her to know she's been thought of, oh, that is so sweet. So, I love him.
1: Adam Sandler, if I you're listening him. and we know that you are.
2: Of course. Number one fan.
1: We'll send you a DM with uh, Lauren's address. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the it. note also on the on the card, it was very, very sweet. It said, <laughs> I love Adam Sandler, and I love him. He's and those funny. are your feel-good stories. That's the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and I, I'm not going to lie, Lauren, I don't think I've seen a hashtag that's been viral that is more uh, better described at you. There is a hashtag going around on TikTok called hashtag chicken anxiety. And I'm telling you, like, (laughs) right when I saw this, I said, oh, my gosh, I I finally it's like you finally got diagnosed with something. You never could figure out what the problem was. I'm guessing it's the
2: anxiety I have with. Eating chicken is it cooked all
1: the way? So, it
2: freaks me out. I think it freaks a lot of people out.
1: It is it has gone viral, and now all these people are sharing their hashtag chicken anxiety on TikTok and other social <laughs> media platforms. Chicken anxiety are people that have problems with chicken, never thinking it's cooked enough. And also the way a chicken piece tastes or feels or the size of it they won't even touch there is it a
2: texture too like sometimes a, a piece of chicken can be cooked all the way through like there's no temperature issue but the way that yeah. it is it's like gristly or it's it's chewy or rubbery like it's not the type of chicken that i want to Well, listen into. to this
1: the video that kicked off the hashtag chicken anxiety trend this is the caption it says pov you have chicken anxiety, and the big pieces are extra sus. And I am <laughs> yes. like, that is Lauren. You don't do well with big pieces of chicken.
2: If it's too thick, I'm can't. i I'm you nervous. You won't touch it. I examine it. I pull it open. I look at it. I don't know if I could eat it. If it is too thick in my brain, I am convinced it is raw inside. And that even if it doesn't look raw, it's raw.
1: I can't tell you how many times I have seen Lauren eat any sort of chicken dish. You name it. Anything with chicken. A lot of times grilled chicken. I feel like you do better with like fried chicken strips and stuff. But especially grilled chicken, whether it's grilled chicken strips or pieces. And at the end of the meal, there's three, four, five pieces still on the plate. And every time I go, hey, what's that? And you just go, just don't. I'm not eating it. Yeah, and I, I say, is it. there any? No, nope, I'm not. It. You, you can have finish it. You, you suffer. From chicken anxiety. I recently
2: went to a restaurant and I had a chicken sandwich. Now, it was a fried uh, filet of chicken. And I take a bite and I instantly was like, I can't eat this. Like, I literally could not finish it because of the texture of the chicken piece itself. It was so thick. But when I bit into it, it was like, it was just tough and rubber. It was like almost like it was overcooked. Does that make sense? It's like I wouldn't even eat it being overcooked. I couldn't do it.
1: But for you, it's always with chicken, like beef, bacon, pork. You don't have this sort of an issue. No, it's chicken. So you suffer from hashtag chicken anxiety. Cooking chicken? Do you struggle with cooking chicken like this person?
2: 100% struggle with cooking chicken. Uh, I like putting chicken in something that I know will cook it well, like maybe an air fryer or something like that. But if I am cooking it on the stove... I am convinced I'm not doing it right. So then I overcook the outside, and then the inside is still raw. Have you had that before? Where you cook the outside almost where it's like, oh my gosh, it's burning. Oh, one hundred percent. You take it off. You cut into it, and it bleeds. It's
1: like all, it's yeah, still it's pink. Yeah, it's like, all what about the, the way you cook it. When you, if you cook something really, really high, I know. If you cook it on high heat, well, guess what? Of course, the outside's going to get burned quick, but you don't give the time. To get the inside. It's
2: my anxiety.
1: We uh, Recently, I did buy a uh, meat thermometer after watching that Netflix show, Poisoned, that everyone's... Maybe that's the problem. Maybe chicken anxiety is happening because of this right. dang show.
2: I have had chicken anxiety for as long as I can remember. I didn't know there was an official name for it. Do you know what I also have because of the show Poisoned now? True story. I have lettuce anxiety. I <laughs> 1,000% have lettuce anxiety. I had a, a lettuce wrap a couple of days ago. I was so nervous. Every bite that I took into my lettuce wrap, I was like, oh, my gosh, does this have eagle eye on it? Like, I was so freaked out.
1: Another, uh, this is another chicken anxiety video that's gone viral. Multiple of these have, like, almost 100 million views. This one says, one thing about me, I'll never eat a whole chicken breast at my house because of my chicken anxiety. And that's you. You've never, have you ever (laughs) taken a grilled chicken breast and eaten the whole thing? No, there's cooked, always
2: pieces that I there's leave There's always something. They look suspicious. It's about to get awkward. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning.
1: It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. You tell us something awkward in your life. Caroline is with us today. Caroline, parent of a child going to school, getting awkward with her and the teacher. You always want a good rela- – parent-teacher – there's a reason they do parent-teacher conferences, because you want that good relationship. Oh,
2: you want to be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't want this if you're Caroline. So, uh, Caroline, thanks for joining us here on That Awkward Moment. Okay, what happened with you? And I don't know if this is your son's teacher, your daughter's teacher, or what the situation is.
5: Uh, so it's my daughter's teacher. Okay, your daughter's uh, teacher. Okay. A, she's in kindergarten.
1: Okay, well, congratulations. Yeah. I know that's a that's a Exciting. big step, big milestone.
5: Thank you. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, but yeah, so at the beginning of every year, they do like a meet and greet with the teachers. Mm-hmm. And the backstory story is I, I kind of know her new teacher through some of my friends. And I honestly wasn't thrilled that she was going to be my daughter's teacher. Um, there was just a little bit of a disconnection with some emails that we had back and forth a while back. Um,
1: okay.
5: I don't know. She, she just, so
1: rocky start you know, with I'm, you and the teacher, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. She just bothered me a little bit. And, and I privately, like, told my husband, um, you know, expressed my displeasure, whatever. And um, <laughs> and we go to the meet and greet, and I'm, I'm talking to the teacher, and I'm there with my daughter, and she just blurts out, My mommy says she doesn't like you. (laughs) I knew it was going there.
1: I know. I was waiting. Oh, my my gosh.
5: No. Mortified.
2: With her age, too. Like, kindergarten, that's the prime age of saying things you don't want them to say. And ain't no teacher believing
1: that that was a mistake. They know. That teacher knows. So, I'm hoping that like um, my first thought I don't think I'd be able to think on my feet this quickly but I thought oh my gosh how good would you have looked if you said no 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 remember I said mommy likes your teacher Yeah how
5: did you recover mm-hmm. from yeah. that Oh I I mean I just laughed and apologized and and the teacher laughed and she was just like oh my god kids they just say yeah, they're saying the darn really awkward
1: do you think she buys that it was some mistake, or do you think she's like, nope, she's oh, uh, she's overheard mom and dad talking about me?
5: I really can't tell, but the good thing is she we're over it by now. Okay, All thank right. goodness. Okay. I mean, you yeah.
1: you think you're over it by now? She's not. You worked out
5: the differences. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, we have.
1: Yeah. Okay. All yep, right. we're
5: past it. That's good. So, yeah, that's it's good.
1: you know I always wonder about this, and I well, I'm starting to see it in my life where. The conversations you have that you think are just like going over your kids' heads, obviously this is a moment where you're like, oh, it's not. So really it's kind of a learning lesson because now you're probably sitting there going, okay, what am I saying to my husband or whatever that my friends that I think my kid's not hearing but absolutely they are? Oh, man,
5: I'm going to be very – Uh, conscious of that from here on out because I had no idea. I had no idea that she was around or that she was listening or had absorbed. like. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's amazing. Kids absorb it all. They're listening. They're learning, especially at that age. I get nervous, too, with our son. I'm like, oh, my gosh, should he hear me say that?
1: I I don't want him to repeat that. What kind of stinks, too, (laughs) Caroline, I imagine you didn't tell your husband, I don't like this teacher. You probably had a longer drawn-out. Yeah, you know, it feels like uh, whatever the email issues were, communication—you probably expressed it in a very grounded way. But a five-year-old doesn't think mm-hmm. like that. So a five-year-old's going, "Oh, mommy doesn't like my teacher." <laughs> no. Oh my very gosh! Very
5: simple translation. Yeah. Now
1: I
2: wonder what your daughter's saying during class. Yeah, you may never well, know. Whatever, oh,
1: whatever <laughs> oh, National Teacher Appreciation Day is, you probably need to buy her like a a bentley or something you know to apologize <laughs> i don't know yeah. something or at something least a bang. really nice gift at card a
5: really nice bottle of wine yeah something yep. like that absolutely <laughs> well caroline thanks for the yep. call
1: thanks for joining us
5: thank you guys so much absolutely
1: oh you too you know I, I worry about that we're getting to that age too with with kids it's just you just don't know but you're right i feel bad i would love to know what she said and then of, obviously a five-year-old translates it to just like or doesn't like whatever Well,
2: our son has a friend he's Three And we saw him the other day We met up like at the park And he just ran up to me And he goes You're embarrassing He literally just said that to me <laughs> You're embarrassing And I was like What? And then the mom was like I don't even know where he got that yeah, from sure. I'm like Does she think I'm embarrassing?"
1: One of them They're like Oh Lauren is so embarrassing <laughs> She's just the worst Text us 68719 Do you have any awkward moments Where your kid said Something like that let us know we'll get your answers coming up it's joey and lauren that awkward moment it's joey and lauren it is that awkward moment time so uh caroline joined us and an awkward moment where your kids say something they shouldn't say and you know kids are honest and kids don't have filters like adults do and uh her i can't remember if it was her son or daughter but basically they were meeting the teacher now caroline admits her and her husband and kind of talked complain about some of the teacher's communication skills and so when actually the kid goes my mom doesn't like it, you yeah yeah awesome In Great. front of the teacher so have you had any awkward moments where your kids have said something so embarrassing and you're just like how do i recover from this uh we've got charles with us today charles you had an awkward moment with your kid on a plane yeah
3: yeah um my son he's five years old and okay. we were we were flying to Hawaii his first time on a plane and I was just, uh, you know, educating him on what, what it's like to be on a plane. And I said, you know, there, the planes are small and a lot of people uh, get into this plane, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, just telling him, you know, the, what, what we were going to do as we were walking through that, uh, you know, little portal entrance. Um, and, uh, he was really fascinated but as we were walking through it you know he was inspecting everything looking at the plane and uh as we were trying to you know enter the plane there was a guy in front of us he was a bigger guy you know and uh as he was entering uh my son in in a you know a loud enough voice was like hey daddy is that guy gonna sit on this plane
2: Is he going to fit on this plane?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. He's going to Yeah. Um and uh the guy, you know, he turned around and smiled um, <laughs> Oh, my but gosh. He, yeah, it was, it was it was
2: pretty awkward. Oh man, that would be really <laughs> awkward too cuz it's right during that quiet moment. Yeah. Is he going to fit on this plane now? Listen. Those so are your tight kid, holes. You could say oh, not a lot of us are going to fit on this plane yeah. because there is no leg room. So and you got to
1: crouch. I mean, I'm an <laughs> I'm an average-sized dude and I got to crouch as you kind of get into the plane. It's yeah. tight. And, and what's sad is you just it sounds like it, it was more curiosity because you just explained how Planes are small, because you're probably getting them, you know, yeah. warning them about well, leg Well, planes room. are big. It's you so know. small on the yeah, inside. But, yeah, but, <laughs> like, in how, yeah, there's, there'll be hundreds of people on this or whatever. But he, oh, my gosh, for him to be like, is he going to fit? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: So what did you, did you say I mean, anything it, like, oh, no, listen to him. Like, did you say anything to the guy, or? Uh,
3: honestly, you know, I had the deer in the headlights. I, 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 w- I just, I was so shocked. yeah. That that happened, I didn't. I just kind of gave him a smile back. I didn't really know yeah. what to do. It's mm-hmm. almost.
1: I actually think that's best because I think if you say, "Well, no, 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 sir," and this is, it almost makes it a bigger deal. Like I think if you're just right. like, "Yeah, whatever." Um, I I think True. the biggest thing does that guy have kids? If that guy has kids, I think he gets it.
2: Yeah, but I think a lot of people get it. Kids say. Yeah, that- I know,
1: but I feel like when you when you have kids, you're so used to it because mm-hmm. you're used to. You, he's probably had ex- mm-hmm. but Sometimes, if you haven't had kids, you're like, what? What? Are, what are you teaching your kids? And you're <laughs> you're sitting there going, I it was about the plane, dude. It wasn't about you. It's about the size of the plane. <laughs> oh man! Spoiler well, alert:
2: None of us have legroom on this. Yeah, plane. I know.
1: That's what. That's yeah. what he'll realize when he gets older. All right, Charles. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Absolutely. I I'm waiting for that moment. We're on the border with our kids. So our our oldest is right on the border of starting to— I've, I'm starting to wonder if he'll start to say some things like that. Like, you just—you get to that point. But really, I think for a lot of it is kids just listen to everything you say, and they simplify things. And so, you know, again, all Charles is doing is explaining small, plane, And, of course, naturally goes, well, that guy's big. How is he going to fit into something small?
2: Well, and kids, yeah, they see kind of obvious— Things Right. Yeah. And they just blurt it out. Lately, our son has been very big into saying, you know, instead of I'm a big boy he's seeing, like, visually, he goes, I'm little, because he knows he's smaller yeah. than, you know, adults. And I'm like, no, 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 you're a big boy. And he goes, no, I'm a little boy. And then lately he walks around and he goes, hi, big mom. He calls me big mom. <laughs> because he thinks I'm little, mom's big. And so literally so all day. Like, hi,
1: big lady. He's
2: always calling me big mama. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he said big fella, too. Which yeah. I feel like you can get, I feel like if he said, hey, big fella, you know, I mean, maybe he's going to pick a fight. I don't so know
2: because a Big Mom. I just don't want him to walk up to a stranger and be like, hi, big man or something. I yeah,
1: it's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren
2: on Demand. Joey
1: and Lauren. I've always been interested in this. In what side of the bed you sleep on and what it says about you. Now, maybe you sleep right in the middle of the bed and you're all by yourself, which sounds glorious. Or
2: maybe you sleep in the middle of the bed and you're not all by yourself, but your partner is squished to one side, yeah. which happens Or too. maybe
1: you have a big old bed and you still pick one side. Does anybody do that? If you sleep by yourself and you've got a queen or larger,
5: mm-hmm.
1: do you sleep still on one side? I have a friend like who does. one nightstand?
2: Yeah, I have a friend who does. Really? So like, I just love this one side of the so, bed.
1: So king bed by yourself, and you're sleeping on the left side. <laughs> I think,
2: well, she has a couple dogs. Dogs sleep on the other ah,
1: side. Ah, got it. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, I'll tell you, when you get a dog that sleeps in bed with you and then sleeps right, like in between your thighs and they're just warm and squishy and between they're between
2: your thighs
1: Yeah like you you spread your legs and they kind of it's like they sleep in the triangle you know what I'm oh, saying Oh
2: yes yeah. I'm thinking you're on your side and you're squashing them I I'm I'm like, it's got
1: to <laughs> be kind of a smaller dog and they're <laughs> yeah. under the covers yeah, and they're warm and then they move and then they do that Oh you know I hate and then they it. smell yeah. like cornflakes or whatever it is or corn Fritos. nuts <laughs> Fritos yeah Can anybody oh, explain that
2: I have no idea it's their paws They're some sort of chemical well not chemical but yeah, there's uh, some excrement. Something. Yeah,
1: something that there's something in the don't paws makes it excrement. smell like sorry. I'm not into that word. Fritos. Today.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so if you sleep on one side of the bed, which it blows my mind when I meet people who don't have a side, they just sleep wherever they fall that night. My good friend, her and her husband, they literally they don't they don't have a specific side. Depends on the day, and one of them will sleep on the left, the other one will sleep on the right. That's
1: psychotic.
2: It's so weird.
1: That is psychotic. Uh, there's so many issues with that. First of all. My mind and my body couldn't just flip flop on each side of the they bed. They flip every night. Second of all, what about what's your nightstand situation? Are your nightstands just like Airbnbs? It's just like whoever's there can put stuff in and out. <laughs> I guess that's a, that's a
2: good point because my nightstand is my nightstand. Now
1: I'll be honest. I've got I've got two nightstand drawers. I can't tell you the last time I've opened them. Like, truly, I just never opened them. I never put anything really in them. Right. But I have my chargers and my, yeah. my alarm clock and all that stuff. It's your zen space. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: So they say, Reacher, this is on uh, TikTok, by the way. I found this guy. His name's Jordan. He says, uh, research suggests that people who sleep on the left side of the bed psychologically have a more positive outlook on life. They can deal with heavy workloads. They're not easily phased by stressful days, and they're calmer in a crisis than their counterpart, and they are more confident.
1: Okay, now, this is the left side if you're looking at the bed? Yes, that is you. That is me. So, I don't know if I fit those descriptions.
2: Really? I I feel like did. I'm positive.
1: I feel like I'm positive, but I don't know about it. I get stressed out.
2: You get stressed easily, um, but they do say they're calmer in a crisis, which I feel like— If we're in some sort of a crisis, I'm the one who's freaking out a little bit more. Yes,
1: I'm a little more calm in a crisis. And they're
2: more confident. You're a confident person.
1: Absolutely. I I mean, I look like this. How could I not be?
2: People (laughs) who sleep on the right side of the bed earn more money.
1: That's true.
2: They have a less positive outlook on life. True. (laughs) They're more prepared for worst case scenarios than their counterparts. Okay. And also people who are claustrophobic naturally choose to sleep near the wall. Uh, we, our bed is in the middle of the wall, so it's not up against yeah, the wall, not, but yeah. isn't that funny that claustrophobic people like to sleep up against but the wall? But you do
1: make more money than me and you sleep on the right side. So congratulations, <laughs> way to go. Now you know that Lauren makes more than me and that's okay. Well, I think that's interesting great. interesting
2: when you read that because you, you hear some traits now. I'm like, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's just a, you know, a coincidence. Okay. But-
1: so at our home bed, I'm always on the left side. That is true. But when we travel... I always have to sleep closest to the door in case an intruder. I don't know why you think that's a good idea, <laughs> but you do, which is typically the left side, right? With the no. hotels?
2: No, you could come in on either side. I guess that's
1: true. I'm just trying yeah. to think of a bed. I feel like a beds at hotels. On. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, but like, so we, whenever we travel, I don't always get the left side. I'm just kind of a willy-nilly pawn. Right. I have to be closer to...
2: Except when we're at the family cabin, I sleep closer to the door because I don't want to be close to the wall because I'm scared of spiders. So so, so you're sleeping by the wall. Basically, whenever
1: we travel, <laughs> I am told where I'm sleeping that exactly, night. Exactly. 100%. But at home, I'm always on the left side. So you make more money, but I'm, uh, I'm more positive. <laughs> so then you can turn that into people that make more money than others that have a more negative effect on That's life. That's
2: what they say. They say you're more negative, which I don't there think I'm a go. negative person.
1: You make more money, so there you go with all your negativity. It's Joey and Lauren.
2: Who cares if you don't know the lyrics? It's time for Karaoke
1: with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's play karaoke. You get to sing in your car with us. It is Lauren against Ruby today. What's going on, Ruby? How are you? Yeah. Doing wonderful. You ready to sing? You ready to do a little little vocals? Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, so, Ruby.
0: Like, let's get yeah, to Yeah,
1: let's, let's go. Start. Like straight business. So, Ruby, uh, I will explain how karaoke works. I have two songs for each of you. I will play a part of the song. It'll stop, and then you have to finish singing all that you know, okay? Okay. Okay, so, Ruby, big question. Do you want to start first, or do you want Lauren to try first? I want to start. Oh, I like it. Ruby is straight business. Okay. okay, Ruby, your first song is Dance the Night by Dua Lipa.
5: me? Yes! Yeah. It's the night away. Yeah. Wow, well, there's more than
2: one. It's the, it's the, the night way. Away. I'm going up against a, a yeah. whole choir. So, That's amazing.
1: So, Ruby, who's in the car with you? My mom. Oh, it's Ruby and Ruby's mom. What's your aunt.
2: mom's name? Diana. Diana. Ruby All right, and Diana. Ruby and okay. Diana, well, you guys
1: no are pressure. one for one. Lauren, your first song is Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo.
2: Dream crush wait. Sunk your teeth into me. Oh. Blood sucker. Dream crusher. I don't know the rest, but that's
5: what she says. Uh. Blood Sucker. Dream crusher, <laughs> me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn vampire. Alright. Do I what get I, it? I'm gonna give it to okay. you. I'm gonna it took give me it to that you. I had to, I had to Yeah, it. I <laughs> will say you took longer than uh than Ruby did. Alright, Ruby. Your second song is Roar by Katy Perry.
3: I got the eye of the tiger
5: dancing through the fire. I am the champion, and you're gonna hear me roar. I am the champion, and you're you're gonna gonna hear me roar.
2: Oh, oh. 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 (laughs) friend. First. <laughs> that
1: that works. Alright, nice so it job. comes down to this. So Lauren, you've got to get this to tie Ruby. It is Mona Lisa by Dominic Fike. Oh crap. Give me
5: an X now. But you can't turn radio down. And you can't think of anyone Uh Mona Lisa. Is
2: already it- Mona Lisa. That's all he says, right? <laughs>
4: yes.
1: Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mona Lisa
2: I mean you can give me a Mona
1: Lisa For uh, a technicality Mona Lisa When I did (laughs) this song I was like I wonder if you'll really just go Mona Lisa uh." Mona Lisa Alright I honestly I didn't even know Hey here's the good news Ruby we're still gonna hook you up Even though I gave Lauren a dead giveaway For song number two Alright Okay. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for What Do We Learn on the show today. Uh, We learned about this red light argument we got into yesterday. So yesterday, we are at a red light. Lauren is eating fries in the lane next to us. There is a dog, literally golden lab, halfway out of the passenger window, just drooling at Lauren eating fries. They said, oh, my gosh, roll down the window, ask the driver, You know, who her window was also cracked. Say, hey, can your dog go have a French fry? Looks like he wants one. Throw him one. You said, no, that's terrible. No one does that. You're a stranger. All this stranger danger. I I feel like
2: it'd be creepy. Like, I would be so thrown off if somebody unrolled the window, tried to get my attention. It was like, hey, can I give a fry to your dog in the back seat? I just feel like I I just didn't want to come off as a weirdo. So I said no. I believe in a
1: society where we're handing dogs French fries.
2: Maybe you saw us at a red light and you saw us arguing because it got... Pretty intense because we were like, you thought it was just bananas that I would not ask her.
1: I just wanted to be fun. Just, you know, be fun a little bit. And I know we got a message that's like, don't give dogs fries. That's why we were going to ask. And if the lady wants to give one French fry, it's one French fry.
2: This text says, give the doggo a French fry. If you ask first, it's totally appropriate and makes the world a better place. Yeah,
1: so basically what we've learned is I want to make the world a better place. And Lauren is a cynic Mm -hmm. and just thinks the world is evil.
2: It's true. This text says, no, you do not just give a random dog a French fry. First of all, not enough time at a red light to grab consent from the owner. And it's kind of creepy. I wouldn't want a stranger at a red light to ask me that. Uh, See, I actually do think there's enough time. Now, I didn't do it. But this light that we were at was pretty backed up. We were there for a little bit. There was time for me to roll my window down and say, hey, your dog want a fry? But I just feel like as the owner of a dog, I would feel caught off guard and weirded out. Maybe I'm crazy. Let
1: me ask you this. For those that say that it's creepy to ask somebody in their car if you can give their dog a french fry. We were at the grocery store on vacation, I don't know, a while back. And our son was being a little impatient as we were checking out. Sweetest old lady looked at us and said, is it okay if he has a piece of candy? I said, yeah. And she goes, would you like some Smarties? And she reached into her little apron and she reached out a package of Smarties. And what did you say as we were leaving the grocery store?
2: I said, thank you so much. Yes,
1: and you said, that's so sweet.
2: Okay, she works Where's at the, the diff- grocery store. She had a wrapped package of candy. She was trying to give a kid candy. Joey, she works at the store. She was the checker lady, so, and our kid was, was... This is so not the same. It is the no, same. Because it's what makes it's it, trying to cheer oh someone up. What makes it awkward is you're sitting at a red light. You are not... Nobody on this green earth is used to being shouted at or or summoned at a stoplight you're
1: summoned
2: if you're sitting behind the wheel of a cart you're not used to right. you're not expecting somebody next to you to get your attention okay right. so that's where it's
1: weird i'm going to start something new this weekend i will be on the corner uh, with a french fry stand just for dogs <laughs> okay i'm gonna start joey's french fried dog stand
2: this is—I would absolutely think you're a creep if you asked me that while driving. Uh, it, it might be less creepy if we're both walking down the street. I think that's creepy too,
4: though.
1: You guys are overthinking it. This is what's happened. Our society has gone so—our <laughs> society has gone so rude towards strangers that everything is now creepy. Every—you know uh, what? Just a man trying to give a dog a fry.
2: A couple more. This one says, Joey has a good point with society. I wouldn't have done it either, but we definitely need more goodness. We do. They said you should keep a box of milk bones in your car for the next time. No. See, no, no. I'm not buying random dog bones for the the occasion that I may run into another dog at a stoplight.
1: So, puppuccino when you're getting coffee? Fair. Man tries to give a dog a french fry? Creepy. Tell me where I'm wrong, society.
2: (laughs) You don't know that Man you don't know that person. It's just bizarre. On the air,
1: on your phone, and even your smart speaker.
2: You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.